Hi everyone, I'm Chloe and welcome to my world. This is um, EUTV's podcast where we sit down with someone and talk about our favourite things in media or TV. Um, so this week I'm joined with Kat by Karis. Hello. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, yeah, so what are we going to talk about this week? So today we are talking about my favourite topic. I can talk for hours about this. We are talking about reality TV. <laughs> yes, I am a reality TV junkie. I adore it. Um, I can just sit for hours and watch people talk about nothing or stress about the most minor of problems. And it's fantastic. So I'm I'm very excited about this. I've been making notes all week. It's just giving me more of an excuse to binge more, to binge watch more reality TV, to be honest. So it's been great. So I don't watch that much reality TV at the moment. Um, I'd say it always reminds me of like maybe when I was 10 or something, I used to watch like World Strictest Parents or Super Nanny, Snog Marry Avoid, like those kind of classics. Um, And then maybe a bit of the Kardashians, but not really. Yeah, those are like, and still like people have uploaded them onto YouTube, those like World Strictest Parents. Like, and I still like will just, if I'm bored, like give them a watch. Um, Yeah, no, I I guess, well, I probably should say this now. I'm going to be, for for any other reality TV fans out there, um, probably I'm going to focus on the Bravo empire today. So, like, um, keeping up with the Kardashians, I never really got into because it's on E didn't have sky growing up so couldn't it wasn't very readily accessible um but uh itv got access to like a lot of the bravo shows which is like the real housewives um below deck so i started to watch a lot of those and once you watch one it's just all downhill from there to be honest <laughs> so yeah things like the real housewives um yeah and like i said below deck are classic bravo reality tv programs and uh i feel like below deck is maybe the one to start with when you when you have a watch because that's sort of like the gateway drug to the rest of reality tv below deck is sort of like like my dad for example who hates reality tv like whenever it's on at home like we'll do that classic dad thing where they stand there being like oh what is this rubbish what is this (laughs) and then below deck comes on he'll start off saying that and then by the end of the episode he's sat being like you can't tie the ropes like that on a boat oh you can't serve that meal to them guests that's rubbish (laughs) I like full-on gets really into it so um below deck is a good one because I feel like it's you know fun for all the family everyone seems to enjoy below deck and the first two seasons seasons um are on Netflix um so that's become quite readily available to watch then I would recommend The Real Housewives this is when you proper delve into like the the trashiest of the trashiest (laughs) reality tv um on Netflix I believe they've got the first they've got quite a few like first ever series so it's it's like ultimate noughties like 2004 like low-rise jeans very questionable fashion (laughs) a lot of bum pits going on with hairdos and like it's just like but it's just so good like it's just a group of women they've all got various dramas going on in their lives there's always a divorce at some point which is quite entertaining um and yeah, a lot of fights. It depends what ones you watch. You've got, for example, the Real Houses of New York, which tend to be, and Beverly Hills, which tend to be quite kind of classy. And um, the drama is always a bit more kind of like vicious um, and subtle. Like, 
the like American made in Chelsea vibes kind of thing. Yeah, sort of, yeah. And then you have the Real Houses of New Jersey, um, where they're all kind of like uh, descendants of Italian immigrants and like tables are flipped, like hair extensions are pulled. <laughs> it's just quality television at its finest. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend those, I think, if you're probably going to start, start with Below Deck and then delve into the housewives realm. <laughs> I already feel like this is going to be really dangerous for me when I'm coming up to exams over the next month. I'm just... I know, but I was like prepping for this. I was trying to think, like, why is it that I actually like these shows? Because I could go from watching like David Attenborough and very like high intellectual <laughs> content to watching some woman get a weave ripped out on television. <laughs> and do you know what I think it is? Like, it's just so brain numbing. Like, you really don't have to think when you watch it. You can just stick it on and just stare at a screen. And it's almost like, I kind of see it as a bit of escapism almost because these women live these very lavish lifestyles. You get to kind of see how the other half live, I guess. And um, also just like, it makes you feel so much better about yourself. Like that (laughs) you're not getting into arguments over like silly, like, you know, some of these women's like life choices are very questionable at times. So it does make you feel like it's always kind of like affirming in a sense. Like, well, you know, I may have a backlog of about seven essays, but um, at least I haven't, my eyebrows aren't Botox halfway up my forehead and my husband's like a good 40 years older than me, you know, like. (laughs) You good perspective. I like that as an outlook on it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've started like they started off being just very like low budget kind of basic productions. And now like the most recent housewife series that they've done is Salt Lake City um, in Utah. And all of these women are either Mormons or have been excommunicated from the Mormon church or like there's like a lot of like underlayers to it now. Like it's quite like. Yeah, it's it's getting really political now (laughs) It really does Like one of them converted to Islam because of her husband Like, And then some of them like don't drink because they're Mormons And then the others like judge them if they do drink Like it's it's just like really There's a lot more layers to it now It used to be in the day just like These women turning up in their like little silver Like convertible cars And like fighting with each other on the beach And now there's all these like undertones of like Religion and drama And money and crime Like it's got very like developed over the past Few years <laughs> really had to up it to get people more engaged In it mm, Yeah and they've tried to launch it in the UK Like they did uh, the Real Housewives of Cheshire um, Which are basically all footballers wives mm-hmm. um, Who used to be dancers in a nightclub and all met their husbands doing doing that way. Wow. Um, so you know, it's it's kind of given me career options if said degree goes down the toilet. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, which is which is good, but nothing beats like your orange American Orange County housewife, you know. So yeah. Well, I'm very excited now. Um, this is going to be my plan for the next week, I think. <laughs> Yeah, enjoy. Yeah. And Below Deck, I think, is a good, a good gateway into it. I probably should have mentioned Below Deck is about um super yachts, the super yachting industry, and um the the crews that work on them. So you can basically it's like it's sort of like the summer equivalent of doing a ski season. You could be a yachty where you work on these mega yachts either on the deck or as like a stewardess. Um and you live in these like teeny tiny quarters below below deck essentially for a whole season so there's always a lot of drama that happens between the crew but then you also get to see like these millionaires that charter these yachts for for their holidays
holidays and the food and the parties that they throw. And so there's that side of it as well, which is always quite fun to watch. Well, I can't wait. So yeah, we'll catch up in a bit once I've understand understand more the realities of these people's lives, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, realities again. <laughs> the scripted realities yes. of these people's lives. Exactly. Now you're getting into it. <laughs> So we're back in the midst of essays and uh, exam season. I am very excited. Poor Chloe. I mean, poor Chloe, we don't know yet if it's poor Chloe, (laughs) has had to endure uh, multiple, well, I don't know, multiple seasons, episodes of uh, top quality (laughs) TV, television. Um, So I am very excited to hear all about it. I think last time we spoke, we decided you'd go for Below Deck and uh, The Real Housewives of New York. I have been getting, I probably should say, I have been getting over the past weeks messages from being like I have a list of quotes yeah. of of funny things that people have said so I am quite excited to hear this as well so how did you get on first of all so I I have so I got I was like oh I'll start with below deck it seems like a good one to get into and then I watched an entire series of it <laughs> um and that just kind of happened over like the course of a few days so that was a really great time for me yeah. um and then I tried to watch Real Housewives and I just couldn't hack it at all it was just way too like noughties like the fashion no I hated it so much so many bumpets and questionable accessories like just all at once completely it was like the colors like the quality mm. of the show is just like no I couldn't deal with it but for some reason Below Deck I could get behind even though it was like the same year <laughs> yeah well let's talk about Below Deck first did you watch because uh, everyone so they put Below Deck Mediterranean on E4 so like over the past like week or two suddenly this new like whole audience of people have started watching Below Deck in the UK. Um, were you the one with Captain Lee, like the normal Below Deck, or did you go Mediterranean? I went for the normal one, I believe. Yeah. So it was like, oh my god, who are they? This is gonna be such a test now. <laughs> um, with Adrian, the chief stew. Yes, Adrian, Cat, yes. who's the drunk one, yeah. really drunk. <laughs> Um, yeah, so my general thoughts, like, so basically, I just got to a point with it. There were, were just so much ridiculous things happening that I just started writing things down on my phone while I was watching it because I was just mm. like, I need to remember this. Um, first of all, I don't think any of the guests are real. <laughs> oh. They, uh, you do get a discount So they do pay But they get like a massive discount For going on the show And I think they must get like Kind of like filtered by the producers Like the guests that are going to be The most difficult yeah. Or like the most entertaining To have on the boat But, but um, the group of gay guys Who started it off Who just did like cocaine On like within 10 minutes of being there So they got kicked off the boat Like surely they weren't Legitimately paying to be there it's honestly, it's just rich people gone wild. Like, it's mad. Yeah. And then also, like, within the crew, there's three of three of the crew are just, like, the, the important ones are never there. They're not in any of the drama, but they're the ones oh, yeah. doing everything, I feel like. Yeah, they're like, it's like the first officer or something. Like, they just, like, they appear at the beginning. They're like, there are these women, they just disappear and they're just not there for the whole season. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, so you, you liked it then, I guess, is the biggest I, thing. I did actually really enjoy it. It was like a really good de-stressing time for me because it was like the week I just handed in an essay. I had a bit of time before exams. I was like, oh, well, I need to watch Below Deck. Let's go for it. And then I just had a full day, so I just went for it. My favourite scenarios that took place throughout the series. Yeah. The first one was just the, like, the green juice one where they kept running out of veg. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah green juice is such like a yacht I feel like that is a very kind of rich person thing like <laughs> celery and spinach and the juice like ew so that was just a bit like insane to me that they were just running out of veg all the time because <laughs> the chef who's like a Michelin star chef who I, I quite like as a character in himself was just constantly making juice instead of actual food for them that's all they wanted the whole trip just was it Chef Ben, the English yeah. guy? Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he would just come out with like the kind of Miss British phrases that no one ever says. Oh, what is it? He's always like, "Hello there, love." Everyone, yeah. The other one I thought was really funny was when, say, so the guests at one point they want to like go and eat off the boat, which is fine. They can do that. They can go on like a little speedboat and go to the places. But they basically said to them, like, oh, like you and the crew can eat the food that we've left behind. So they eat all these really expensive fillet steaks. <laughs> and then the guests get to this restaurant and it's this crappy little restaurant that's just not the vibe they wanted at all. So then they came back and when they were then complaining that the crew had eaten all their food when they literally told them they could. Yeah, no, that's funny. Yeah, and I just, aren't all the crew's faces like they're coming back to the boat. They have their radio and they're like, oh no, with like food around their mouth. <laughs> uh, I think my favourite episode was the wedding episode. Oh, which one was that one? Remind me. So the the get two of the guests, which is it's so obviously staged, and they decide they get there on the first day and decide, yeah, tomorrow we want to get married on the boat. Oh yeah, because like, Captain Lee's like a boat captain He yeah. can marry people <laughs> In international waters so they can get married So they just start like pulling all of this stuff on But it's like, it's because it's raining And they can't go to their like destination They can't go to St. Bart's Oh, so they're like, <laughs> let's just get married Yeah, in itself, it's like they have jet skis You could go on You could like do some arts and crafts but Arts no, and crafts? That's, that's what I love to do on a, on a super yacht like, Let's get out the colouring books. I think that's <laughs> the point where I would, yeah. <laughs> and they gave them one day to plan the whole thing, um, which just seems really horrible in itself as well. Mm. Um, but then what's really... The, the groom on that as well, throughout the whole thing, he's, like, wearing the shirt that, like, just happens to have his company's logo on the whole time. And you can see that it's, like, a bed bug company. And he then starts checking all the beds on the entire boat bed books <laughs> and like makes this huge speech at dinner all about how the company can move forward, even though he's not with anyone on the boat working for his company. Yeah, so, I know. Bit of bit of shameless promo there. Never never goes amiss. Um, and then they only but then the people that they've planned this wedding for, they only give a four thousand pound tip. When they've literally planned a whole wedding in one day. The tips, this is what amazes me. Like they will do two days work and get like a <laughs> grand and a half each, like for two days. And yeah. you're like, 
I'm in the Bronx. Like, get me to that training school wherever. Like, I'll be a stewardess. Another favorite moment is that so Adrian tries to present. She's like the head stewardess. Mm. Tries to and present. she's not a very nice uh, character. She's kind of made out to look like some kind of villain, isn't she? Like, she's very strict. She doesn't like really laugh or kind of get in on the jokes. Like, just kind of stays very stony faced the whole time. Yeah, I noticed in um, one of her bits where she's like crying about something. Someone done she has a little anchor earrings <laughs> they all do oh my god yeah if it's not like anchor like earrings <laughs> it's anchor tattoos anchor necklaces like they all just go like full on for the i work on a boat or like i work on the seas kind of look you know like any accessory that has vaguely anything to do with a boat like someone will will have it yeah and then half the time they're not doing anything <laughs> They're just pretending to do stuff like Yeah, I know Honestly, to do Although to train to be a stewardess Not that I've Not that I've looked into it or anything (laughs) um, You have to go to some school They have to be like Ibiza And you pay Like the course is so expensive to do it And uh, you then get signed to some agency To work on these super yachts But I would recommend to keep going with it Because so Adrian is the, the chief stew in season one And then Kate is the next chief stew And she's on it for like all the rest of the seasons And Kate is iconic Like she is Isn't an it? incredible Incredible person She comes back season three um, And her opening line is She's like I've got a fringe And I'm also now a lesbian And then like, it's like <laughs> That's her opening line for the whole That's incredible. <laughs> so she is like such a good character. Like I would definitely recommend watching on just to see her deal with like <laughs> staff tantrums and like the all the kind of stuff that goes on in the boat. So yeah. yeah. She's so funny throughout the whole thing and just like her like clashes with everyone, but then she actually like is probably the most committed to the job at the same time. Yeah. Oh, have you watched further on than season one then? No, not yet. Uh, uh, well, the, the Mediterranean one is on E4, um, which is good. That also, because that's like round, they do like in France, Croatia, Spain. Um, and season two onwards, it's a female captain, Captain Sandy, who is just the coolest person ever. <laughs> like she is so cool. And her conflict revolution, re- revolution, resolution, mm. working under pressure. Like this woman, I think she was working on some boat in Egypt that got set on fire. They were being chased by pirates. Like she's had a, a wild life on the sea. Um, oh and, uh, <laughs> she is just like the coolest person ever. Like I'm obsessed with Captain Sandy. So um, yeah, I definitely recommend the Mediterranean one just to see her like doing her thing. And it's also really awkward because the amount of times like male members of crew join the boat, like in that first episode where they all walk on the boat and start meeting each other, the amount of times people are like to her, like, oh, you're the chief stew? Or like, oh, you're the first mate, right? And she's like, no, I'm the captain. <laughs> so um, we love just unearthing some, you know, misogyny within within the industry. Um, so, yeah, but it's really cool. It's really cool. No, I was a really big fan of it as a show, just from how ridiculous they all are throughout the whole thing as well. And there's, yeah, 
they just they're just like sometimes they're really prepared for stuff and sometimes they're just not I, yeah. like I, I watched um I'm watching currently the the most the like the latest season it's they started filming it in February and it gets cut short because of COVID um and they're in the Caribbean and they do a beach picnic and they have to do seven trips back and forth to the boat because they're like we have no knives <laughs> where where are the plates <laughs> and they're like how have you got this far like you know you, you feel like you've become this expert you're sat watching it be like how have you made it this far in yachting if you're not bringing plates to a beach picnic and then you have to remind yourself you're like who am I like I can't be making these assessments <laughs> but, no. yeah and um, do we want to move on to New York, the rehearsals of New York? Then I'm quite. I feel like you've got some good, some good notes from this. I probably should say, Real Housewives is quite like a niche. Mm. Like I feel like it is very like Marmite. People are either obsessed with it or just like absolutely cannot stand it. Like I've never met anyone who is like kind of so so about Real Housewives. There's just so many versions of them as well. Like there must be easily like forty different wives programs as well that you can just watch. Like I saw if you go to any area of any country, they probably mm. have one. That's yeah, they've started to branch out now. Like they've got like. The Real Housewives of Johannesburg, like they've got some South Af- like some South African ones, they've got Australian ones, British ones as well. Yeah. Um, so. No, I did. I did like enjoy the start of it. Like it reminds me a bit of I like wife swap kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which was a classic from my childhood, like, <laughs> super nanny kind of vibes. Mm. Um, but I did really like. I liked it. It was just a bit like. They, this woman was just picking out what she wanted to take with her to the Hamptons and they were just talking about all the different events that they were going to and I was just like okay like yeah. I'm gonna go back to writing my essay now like thanks for bumming me out on that like that's really nice of you yeah I think it does depend because like I said like New York is very I mean they do have drama and there are like fights and like big gossip and whatever but um a lot of it can be kind of like quite surface level quite like subtle kind of like bitchiness you know like it's not like overtly like screaming at each other it'll be a lot of like kind of sneaking around and like talking to each other behind each other's backs whereas um you've got other seasons like like for example I think I said in, when we spoke the first time like New Jersey where they flip tables they pull each other's <laughs> hair out like they push each other over like there it's a lot more like straight up in your face in the very beginning like beef and action and and like wars with each other you know but as a way to just like decompress I really enjoyed it because like it doesn't affect you in any way whatsoever it's really nice I think that's what I like about it like it is just so mind-numbing you can't just sit and put it on and it is I do find that it is a bit of like sort of an escapism almost because one you get to see like these incredible like fancy houses and holidays and lifestyles that these women lead but then also at the same time like a lot of drama goes down and sometimes there's like some of them go to prison for like criminal stuff like and you, you it, it does kind of make you feel better like you know what I haven't <laughs> I haven't quite got to the, like, those levels of problems <laughs> in my life you know it's all about perspective <laughs> I think you feel a bit better about yourself <laughs> Completely. I really like. I thought it was interesting. I I kind of want to watch it just to see like if there's hierarchy between between them all. And then also like there's such a small group. I just really like of this like the top one percent of people in New York or whatever, but of also willing to go on the show Mm -hmm. and show off everything at the same time. 
I kind of just want them all to be friends just because that's so niche. <laughs> yeah, I do. See, I find it really interesting because I remember because um, I studied German and I was talking about it with some German friends because the Germans have like reality TV programs as well, but they don't have any kind of real housewives or below deck. Like they don't really have those sort of shows that people really show off their wealth. And um, I was like, well, shouldn't that be popular in Germany? I don't know if it's the same for the UK, but they were saying that there's almost like a bit of a taboo. I don't know if it's the same in other countries in Europe what, about kind of showing off your wealth and being very like in your face about it. They were like, it's quite an American thing to like openly go on a TV show and be like, look at my amazing apartment and all my clothes and my holidays. And they were like, I feel like to other countries that people might just be really awkward. Like they might just not want to be so like OTT about it all. I guess the closest we get is like made in Chelsea, but I feel like a lot of them don't even live in Chelsea. So Yeah, no, I know. They do have the Real Housewives of Cheshire. But again, although like they do have really nice houses and they, they do have fancy clothes and whatever, like on the Real Housewives of the American season, like series, they go on big shopping trips. Like you'll see them spend like loads of money on like a necklace or like whatever. And like they'll put like the the amount on the bottom of the screen like how much each woman spent you like that they don't really do that in Cheshire they just kind of go out for nice dinners and you can see that they have a lot of money but it's not as like in your face like look at me and and look at my wealth you know it reminds me a lot of the kind of like TLC shows you get a lot in America at the moment of like 90 day fiance and stuff like that Mm. Um, that are just like a bit more they're kind of like below deck gave the gave the groundwork for stuff like that to be achieved I feel like below deck what is it that thing that's like um they ran oh what's it so that they could fly what's that saying it's like below deck did this so that 90 day fiance could flourish is that a thing no I'm talking about yeah below deck is Below deck is like the gateway drug, I guess. But 90 day fiance, that's a whole other kettle of disastrous fish. <laughs> I really love watching like just like the clips of that on YouTube sometimes. Just Yeah, like... I do that because I don't have TLC or any of those channels at home. So I just have to watch them on, on YouTube. Oh, honestly, they are really funny. But yeah, no, well, I'm glad that... Um, Hopefully it hasn't hasn't put you off the realm of Bravo of Bravo shows. No, definitely not. I feel like I've seen a whole different side to reality TV now. <laughs> yeah, I think because although like we obviously have them in the UK, I think the Americans do just do a bit better, in my opinion. I think the way it's produced and like set up is I feel like Made in Chelsea and them like Towie ones it's the setting up of things is just not done subtly enough. Like the amount of times in Made in Chelsea, well, obviously they go for a walk and like in the whole of London, their like ex-girlfriend <laughs> happens to walk around the corner. Like you're just like, <laughs> no, this is, looks so dodgy. Whereas the Americans seem to just manage to make it look, well, <laughs> I don't know how uh, like casual it looks, but I think they just do it a little bit better. No, definitely. I think there, were, there was definitely certain points in Blade Deck where that happened where it was like someone who was potentially a love interest for the other one would like happen to be at the bar or something at the same time and happen to be like following them around the bar the entire night so they didn't like just acting as like a natural cocklog through the whole evening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but yeah, no, there's a whole other there's a whole other below deck franchise. Like I said, you've got Mediterranean, you've also got below deck sailing yacht, which is like a a big fancy sailboat. Um, but it's not like a it 
it's obviously a sailboat so like when the wind blows the whole thing tips like horizontally <laughs> honestly I look at that it just makes me want to be sick like I think I'd much rather be on like a, a I'd much rather have a super yacht all day than I would a sailboat <laughs> hey this was a thing I was wondering actually like how did the like where do the camera crew sleep do yes. they have more rooms like- I was thinking that as well because it looks like it's already like tight enough as yeah. it is I did think maybe do they like go on a uh, they stay in a hotel and get voted out every morning, but they're always there like from dusk till dawn, so they'll yeah. surely sleep somewhere. But then the the weird little like I think at some points they're just like why do they have the like little cameras in their rooms and then just show them changing all the time like who like yeah I- there are times like that when I do think like because obviously there are boat mances that happen and. You know, people do sleep together and like they'll show that on te- well then you don't see the like ins and outs of it, but you'll see literally, um, but you'll see like <laughs> just bed sheets come like they show that on on telly. So these people have, have like they are working like it is their job and it does get to sometimes I do think, oh like that is a bit like an invasion of, of privacy, but they sign up to the show, they sign a contract. So I guess they know what's what's what they've signed up for, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm I'm glad that this is. I feel like if we'll catch up in like three years' time, and you will have like binge watched like every, everything, all the Bravo shows. Completely, I'll like I'll have some really good knowledge, Phoebe. Like I'll dive yeah. really into the whole thing. Obviously, I'll be waiting for another Chloe list in a few years' time. 